What is going on, Lisa Woodhouse and Troy Wilson? Good afternoon to you, Troy and Joshua and Mike Mead. What's going on, man? And Louis uh, Chans, uh, Shans, uh, Todd and Gary Krasinski. Uh, we got a helicopter going by above my head. Darren Albertson, what's going on? Good afternoon to you, Tim McConnell and Vernon and Evie. What's up, Evie? And Clifton Nance and Todd. Oh, my God. A lot of people uh, flying into the room. I'm in the bunker today. I'm uh, Chuck Farnham? Not the Chuck Farnham. Get the fuck out of here. Chuck, is that really you? Chuck Farnham uh, goes way, way, way back. And he gave me some cannibal uh, uh, necklace uh, wear. I don't know. It was basically a necklace with a a human uh, finger bone. And it freaked me out so much that I ended up burying it in the backyard of my parents' house. Is that you, Chuck Farnham? You hear the sounds of the outside world? Yeah. So it's too windy out there. I can't do anything in my house because I would have to tape this stupid thing to the the window again, just like I did uh, this morning. And uh, then I was going to go to the sunset spot, but we did that yesterday, and I want to try to mix these up. I was a bother there yesterday. There was a couple to my left, and uh, the woman had her leg out the out the window, and I was being loud and obnoxious, and I think they were trying to do some finger popping, and I was just in their way. I decided there's a uh, there's a, uh, a a house in the neighborhood that's abandoned, and I'm under the house. <laughs> it's kind of cool down here, though, man. Uh, I'm hiding from the coronavirus. You got that right, John, from Virginia. Are you allowed to talk about finger popping in the year 2020? I'm not really, really sure you're allowed to, but uh, I don't know, man. Finger popping was a sport, right? The guys know. The uh, the women were using hand-to-hand uh, combat, and the guys were trying to get something done. And, man, you learned that women figured out how to move their uh, hands and wrists in all sorts of ways that I didn't think was possible as you're trying to reach the patch during a makeout session. <laughs> hey, man, anything goes in the bunker. It gets a little uh, it gets a little nasty in the uh, in the bunker. Okay, so uh, I hope you don't mind. But you women with your karate moves with your hands, oh my god! And, and you tease us. You let us get down the pants. I'm talking about high school days at this point. So relax. Um, but oh my god, my neighbors listening to this earmuffs. I'm talking about finger banging. You don't want to hear about that. Slow down, Ope. Talk about uh, talk slower about finger banging. <laughs> but anyway, the women were just fucking uh, amazing with their moves. But then you guys would let us go down the pit. Look at that, two hundred stars for the finger banging. I got to change the title of this uh, live stream to finger banging, feeding the horse. <laughs> I have lived more than half my life, and I never, ever in my life ever heard it uh, referenced as feeding the horse, my friend. Bravo to you. A bravo. What's the temp? It's uh, under this house. It's not too bad, but you can hear the wind outside, right? It's probably about, uh, I don't know, it's kind of warm today, actually. I think it was pushing like 65, I would guess, 68 degrees. But uh, you ladies would let us, you know, you, you would let us enter the pants. 
start heading down before you started making your karate moves and you would tease us by allowing us to touch the top of the patch. And when I was growing up, that meant uh, barely below the belly button because you animals did not shave. <laughs> you fucking animals. <laughs> we all were animals, though, back then. Oh, I got an update. So this morning on the live stream, I was talking about uh, the dog eating a fish head, then turning into a wild animal as I was trying to like wrestle him away from the fish head before he ate some of those tiny little fish bones, and that would have been another nightmare. Like I said, if you got a dog, you realize that it's uh, it's it's uh, a moment away from being a wild fucking beast at any given moment, and that was the case this morning when he when he found this fish head. Unfortunately, he got wiped out by a, a huge wave, which was uh, no bueno because uh, my wife and the kids just gave him a great uh, bath because he smelled like death, basically. So he was all fluffy and nice and ready for, like, uh, Madison Square Garden. He looked like a show dog and then uh, this morning with the wave. And then he decides that he's got to rub his body on the sand because he's now soaking wet and, wet and a little cold. So now we look like a like a breaded fucking cutlet. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to hose him down and kind of get him back to where he was at uh, before this nonsense this morning. But anyway, in there, I was telling you that I, um, I went down to the ocean to uh, look for my fishing rod. Uh, the tide took it away yesterday because I was too busy podcasting with Jackie the Joke Man. So anyway, I, uh, I took a little walk with the dog. I don't know, a couple hours ago, and you could see it on my Instagram, Opie Radio, in the stories, but uh, I'm walking, and I'm really fucking far from my house. We went a, a good half mile down the beach, and uh, all of a sudden, I look to my right, and my fucking fishing rod is there. Yes! And someone was nice enough to take it out of the surf, obviously, because they, they put it back up on the beach, up on, uh, up on the, the sand. And uh, I was really, really excited, but the unfortunately, long story short, I was cleaning that thing for, I don't know, close to two hours, and it's a goner. It's definitely a goner. Too much fucking sand got in it, but it was pretty exciting to actually uh, find the fishing rod that I thought was uh, long gone um, yesterday, so there you have it. The Sunset Kid is back, David says. Well, um, I wanted to go back to the Sunset Spot. Um, in the coming days, you're gonna. I'm going to mix this up. I'm going to give you all sorts of angles. Today, it's under an abandoned house in the bunker. Yesterday was from a uh, romantic sunset spot where the one couple to my left was trying to get some finger banging in, but then I was too goddamn loud. So she, uh, she took her leg and put it back in the car, and uh, they rolled up the windows. They were not happy with me. So I decided I better blow off that spot today. Another helicopter circling above. Thank God I'm not paranoid. Look, man, I beat the shit out of Trump, but a brilliant move on Trump's part. Joe Biden said, oh, really? You don't fucking want to do a debate? Well, I'm doing a goddamn town hall. And then Trump turns around and goes, well, guess what? I'm doing a town hall, too. And everybody's uh, pissed off at NBC because uh, I guess especially MSNBC, my God, uh, they support Biden, even though I, I really believe, and we've talked about this, they want Trump to win because it's good for business. But uh, as far as political leanings of all those people over there, they lean more toward a Biden than a Trump. 
I'm watching Trump's town hall because that'll be way more interesting. He's way more entertaining. And it's a brilliant move on his part. So there you have it. Can you pass that along to the people that call me a libtard or a dem, please? Uh, what's up, Michael uh, Swartwood? Quickly becoming another soldier for me. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, if you say something against Trump, then all of a sudden they call you a dem. And they would love to tweet it out that way. They they want it to hurt. So they go, you're a dem. <laughs> Uh, just got here. Nice digs. Thank you, Mary Smith. Honestly, this is probably... If I put a blow-up mattress in some kind of uh, kerosene heater, like the old days... I, I wish Buzzy was watching this right now. This space would probably be better than, I would say, 10 of the places that I lived at in my in my life. A hundred And I would, I would fucking live here in a second. This is... This fucking... Look at this. This beautiful sand that would be nice and soft. I would go in. I would go Indian and uh, start a fire. Obviously, not under the house. I'd warm up those rocks and then I would bury them in the sand like they used to do. And then I would sleep on the sand. I'd be nice, nice and toasty, man. I got this. Uh, anyway, and then um, the other thing about uh, the Trump thing, I also, uh, you know, I also took a shot at stupid Tommy Lee. So pass that along to the people that think I uh, I only take shots at Trump, you bitches. I probably lean more Republican than Democrat. But uh, that doesn't stop people from calling me a libtard, a lefty. I'm now part of the radical left, according to a lot of people. But stupid Tommy Lee, he said, uh, I hate, I don't care which uh, side you're on, I hate. And it's mostly the left, let's be honest. I hate when a celebrity goes, if Trump is re-elected, I'm leaving the country. And the latest idiot to do this is Tommy Lee. I guess he said if uh, said if Trump is re-elected, he's going to live in Greece or something like that. And uh, and I just, I, I, it, it, it made me kind of uh, dry heave because then I'm thinking, what are we supposed to do now? He, he says that and then are we all supposed to beg him like, oh my God, it's not going to be the same in America, Tommy Lee. If you leave, please don't leave. What can we do to keep you here, baby boy? God, I hate when celebrities do that. And Tommy Lee is, uh, is the latest. He just looks like a fucking fool. And uh, thank you to everybody that uh, remembered what I did to Tommy Lee back in uh, the WNEW days. There was a big story with Pamela Anderson, and uh, I don't know. I guess she has Hep too. I oh maybe I should maybe I shouldn't say it that way. I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly, but something bad. And then she was claiming that Tommy Lee gave her something. Let's just put it that way, okay? And uh, Tommy Lee just happened to be calling our show. And it was the biggest story of the day. It was everywhere. So, of course, uh, being radio guys, me and Anthony wanted to ask him about it. Like, defend yourself. She's saying some really shitty things about you and saying you gave her something. And Tommy Lee's like, I don't want to talk about that. And, uh, you know, uh, you guys were told not to bring it up. And I'm like, I, I, maybe that wasn't that uh, time. I don't know. But uh, a lot of times these celebrities would go, you were told not to. And I'm like, oh, God, no one tells us what to do ever. But he was really mad. And he's like, you know, uh, you know, I just don't want to talk about it or whatever. And I, I called him a pussy. And Tommy Lee famously goes, you call me a pussy again. 
I'm hanging up. Pussy. I didn't wait a fucking beat, and that idiot, that loser hung up. <laughs> like, our show is going to suffer because Tommy Lee, you know, is going to hang up if I if I call him a pussy again. He actually made that show by doing that because, I don't know, a good 20 years later, people still bring that shit up. So, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. What's what's up, man? Hey, why you guys call me a dick, dude? What's up? What's up? Because you called up, like we want to talk to you about no, a little no, bit know, of everything, and you hung up. You know what? You hold on. You were told not to. You were you were told not to bring up the people. No what one do you to, do? No one told hey, Tommy, us. No one anything. tells us what to do. First of all, and you were the what's big. That? No one tells us what to do. No one told us not what, to bring up Pam's name. What, we would never agree to that. Okay. Yes. You yes, were the you big were. pussy for hanging you up got, after you, we asked about it hey, instead listen, of trying to talk you, your way out of it. You, you guys did agree to it. You, we did. Oh. Nope, we would never agree to that. Sorry. That's kind of a, a big story that we wanted to hear about. What? Do, you know what, guys? What? What year are you guys living in? It's like. It, <laughs> Dude, turn the page, guys. I've been divorced for three years. Turn the Who page. About- turn the page. It was big news last night when she was on Larry King uh, accusing you of this. What don't you don't, don't, don't you think it's a current story if if Pam is on Larry King saying uh, pretty much what? that you gave her Hep C? What was big news, guys? What was big news? Uh, big Tell news me. that she's on Larry King uh, accusing you of giving her a Hep C. Dude, you know how many months ago she accused me of that? It doesn't Come matter. On. It happened last night on Larry King. Of course it's, we're going to bring it up. She dude, talked she, about it last she, night. Hey, you know what? She talked about it in some other stupid magazines as well. Who cares? Yeah, but uh, this is the first time we're talking to you, so we'd well, like, you know, maybe talk to you about it. Maybe uh, get your side of the people, story. You've, yeah. never, you've, never really, you've never really given your side of the story, right? You know why? Because why? it's nobody's business. Well, she's made it everyone's business. Uh, of course she is. She's an idiot. Well, I would lo- I would just love to hear your side if of it. That's if, all. An ex is acu- if an ex is accusing me of some crazy things, you know what? I'm going on uh, the biggest program I can find and then calling her a liar, a C, a twat. Every you know name what? I could figure Listen, out. Guys, I don't do that. That's not my style, okay? I don't do that crap. That's why I, I, I just hung up the phone. I was like, you know what? I got to go. Yeah, but that's not, it's not my style, guys. It may be your style, but it ain't mine. But you look like a pussy just hanging up. We, we, were, we were totally confused. You didn't, even, you didn't even say the first time you're on the phone, hey, guys, I thought we agreed to this. You know what? I'm telling you man to man hey, that hey, it never what? got to us that hey. we, we couldn't you, talk about Pam because you know what? Hey, we wouldn't have agreed me. to this interview. You call me a pussy, I'm hanging up. Pussy. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, we need Tommy Lee to make a good radio show. If you say that, I'll take my ball and not play. <laughs> I know, man. You know, uh, you don't want to talk about it. Opie does what he wants. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I've been, uh, I, uh, I, I, I've been running against the, the traffic for most of my life. So, what are you going to do? Is that Biden's bunker? <laughs> bravo. Uh, bravo. I don't know. The bunker thing with Biden isn't working as much. He's just hanging out. It, you know, uh, Biden's strategy. Look, I say this. I, I, I'm not a fan. 
I will not be voting for either guy. But uh, at at this point, Biden's uh, strategy is to sh- just shut his fucking mouth and let and let Trump just keep um, tripping over his dick. But those town halls were amazing last night. I went back and forth, and you know, you got Biden being a a classic old white politician with very politician-y answers to the questions and how he's going to do this and we all need to come together and if I'm your president, I'll be everyone's president, not just the president of half of America and blah, 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 I will not take away your health care and blah, 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 That's what I hear because it's all the same bullshit. And then, uh, then, <laughs> then you go and check out Trump and I don't, I don't know, I don't know who goes back and checks out the Biden town hall when you, <laughs> you see Trump just yelling at whatever her fucking name is. Uh, what's her name? Guthrie from the from uh, NBC, and he's like, "Ah, you wear a mask. Eighty-five percent of the people that wear a goddamn mask get the coronavirus, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna denounce QAnon or whatever the fuck, however you say that." Trump's town hall was. Very entertaining. Biden's was typical uh, politics bullshit. Savannah, thank you. Savannah Guthrie, right. Uh, oh, Anthony and his crew are taking shots at me again. Like, that, there's, a, there's an obsession over there. It's fucking scary, man. I literally wouldn't know uh, what Anthony was up to. Every once in a while, it hits my fucking radar, but he's taking... Why the fuck is he taking shots at me? Why does he need me in his stupid fucking life? Just move on with your life, man. Why? Why the obsession? Why do you need to take shots at me? Like I said the other day, man, um, we accomplished a lot. We didn't really get along. Uh, I brought my bullshit to the table. He certainly brought his bullshit to the table. Um, and it's just time to move on. We accomplished a lot in our 20-year run. And so there's no fucking reason to keep my name in your stupid fucking mouth. Move on. Holy shit. We should be celebrating what we did with the Opie and Anthony show. Just celebrating and reminiscing a little bit, but instead I got, I got a fucking guy that just simply won't leave me the go- goddamn fuck alone, as he trashes me from a fucking uh, from a fucking mansion. We did it. We 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 accomplished a lot. We almost took out Howard Stern. We were so goddamn good. Just move the fuck on. I literally don't think about the guy. Unless it pops up on a live stream or something from time to time, man. I don't. I couldn't even tell you what he fucking does on a daily basis. Not a fan. I don't like the guy, but I'm not. I'm not gonna spend fucking hours just trashing the guy. I just want to move on with my shit. It's incredibly fucking pathetic. Just imagine you get together with someone, right? And, uh, you know, before you got together with the guy, you literally didn't have a car. It was on blocks in your front yard. You had to drive around the company van. You didn't own a house. You were in a miserable marriage. And then, uh, you know, you, you do a show with somebody and it fucking takes off and gives you everything in life you always wanted. 
And then fast forward, the show breaks up six and a half fucking years ago. And now you decide, I need to trash that guy on a daily basis. It's fucking pathetic. It is incredibly fucking pathetic. Just do your show, whatever. I don't even know what it is. I would assume it's very political. I would assume it's probably a lot of uh, old uh, references and old uh, fucking uh, impressions that probably still works to some extent. But I don't know because I don't listen. I, I, I haven't. I've checked you out maybe in six and a half years. Like I said, a few times on these things, maybe a, a total of uh, two to three total hours in six and a half years. And haven't checked it out in many, many years at all. Not even a second. Fuck, just move the fuck on. Is that all you got, I guess? To trash me? That makes fucking sense. Fucking enough already. Of course it's not the uh, worth the aggravation. And I, and I will fucking move on. And we'll do a, another live stream this afternoon. And we'll have a lot of fun. But Jesus, enough already. Who gives a fuck what I do? Who gives a fuck how I think politically or any other way? I literally wouldn't have any uh, any or very little hate. If it wasn't for, for Anthony and, and the people in his fucking camp, it doesn't make any fucking sense. We made millions together, so somehow in his stupid fucking wet brain, he now has to uh, trash me and take me fucking down? How does that make sense, you idiot? God, enough already. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, and, and, you know, and someday maybe he should look into what he brought to the fucking show. Trust me, it wasn't a treat. On a daily basis, it it wasn't it wasn't fun at at all. It's unfucking believable at this point. Like like in life, you could choose to either be miserable and incredibly negative, or you could choose to be positive and look at uh, the good that came out of stuff. The fact remains, when uh, when I put the Opie and Anthony show together originally. You know, it it led to incredible things professionally. Not personally, that's for sure, but professionally. Incredible things. We pretty much got to see almost anything we wanted. Uh, we don't have to work anymore. I assume he's he did well with his fucking money. Uh, he lives in a fucking mansion. So now he turns that around and chooses to fucking trash me on a regular basis? Go fuck yourself. That's incredibly pathetic at this point. Oh, to talk about some of the shit I did back in the day and all that. I, I get that to a point and I certainly, uh, you know, have thrown my two cents in here and there. But to obsess about it on a regular basis, that's just incredibly fucking pathetic. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. 
when I when I mentioned the Opie and Anthony show, I try to talk about it very fondly. I try to bring back uh, some really good memories. Matter of fact, on the latest episode of the Opie Radio podcast with Jackie the Joke Man, I did just that. We told some um, some great radio fucking stories. It was a lot of fun. Now, once in there, do you do you hear me? You know, talking about uh, how miserable the the experience was. I try to remember the good shit. Told some great stories. Told a story about the time we try to uh, make a cell phone ring in a girl's vagina. Good morning, Grant. And uh, Jackie really uh, got a kick out of that. And I said, "Look, we didn't want to cheat because it was the it was around the time when um, cell phones had antennas." So we didn't want the antenna sticking out, you know, because that would be cheating. We wanted uh, we wanted the phone buried uh, deep, and then we wanted to see if we could get it to ring. And unfortunately, uh, we failed at that experiment. But it's things like that. I brought it up with Jackie the Joke Man. Uh, you can get my podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just uh, put OP Radio in the search. You know, so when I uh, talk about the old days... I uh, I try to bring back some good memories and and uh, you know and laugh about some of the radio we did. Trust me, I got plenty of fucking stories to tell. Uh, well, that's why I kind of like doing these things because you never know where they're gonna go. No real agenda. Just turn this on and uh, you know see where it fucking goes. Cell phones were big back then. That's the point, Carl Brown. I think the cell phones started getting um, smaller, and that's when we got the idea like, oh, oh, wait, this phone is small enough that we could put it in places, and let's see if it rings. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the debate, uh, not the debate, the uh, the town halls yesterday, there was uh, no contest. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be reelected, but uh, Trump won his town hall because he's just fucking entertaining. I'll always say that Biden was, you know, typical politician bullshit, making believe he really cares about the common man, the working man. If I'm your president, what? What? What's going to happen if you are my president? What? This time it's all going to happen? All the stuff that we're promised ever since I was a kid listening to these goddamn politicians on TV? If I'm your president, what? What? What's going to happen, really, in the end? What? Anthony's much better. I'd rather pay. I'm not competing with Anthony, you stupid fuck. That's my whole point. For whatever reason, he he's competing with me. I don't give a fuck if you think he's the best. Go support him. I don't send my people over there to trash him or we we just fucking have our own thing going. I don't give a fuck who he thinks better. Now I know he's just trolling, but Jesus, enough. I don't I don't I don't I don't really care. I honestly, it's really simple. I just want to be left alone. I've had a tough run of it. I started developing something that I really really enjoyed. A lot. I was on to something again. And then the guy who was uh, not only someone that I had great chemistry with, but he was also a really good friend, just dies on me at 40, what, 2, 43 fucking years old. And then, uh, you know, then I lean on my other good friend, Vic Henley, to get through that. And I really enjoyed doing stuff with Vic Henley. And then he fucking dies. Like, what? 
He dies like six, seven months later. I've had a tough run. I just want to be left the fuck alone and, and do my podcast, do some live streaming, raise my family, do a little fishing. Oh, my God. It's been six and a half years since that show was on the air. And I gave it a good uh, a good try, too, man. You know, I, I wasn't sure, and I started taking phone calls from Ant. Uh, when I started my afternoon show, the last version of my show for SiriusXM, that was the one that was just crushing with Sherrod and Vic and Carl. Took some phone calls, and that was actually going well. And then I'm starting to think, okay, maybe... Maybe we could keep the brand alive. You know, I, 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 I didn't think I wanted to do a full-time show with the guy anymore. Took a bunch of calls, and then, uh, you know, then they were aggressively trying to get me uh, over to, to uh, Ant's place. And I even went over there, and I took a tour. Ran to Gavin McGinnis, who shut his fucking mouth as soon as I put a stupid camera in his face. And then, uh, you know, and then I said, no, this isn't the place for me. And I also knew that the, the Carl Sherrod Vic thing was just starting to take off. And then for whatever reason, that meant uh, that Anthony and uh, everyone from that camp had to start hating on me again. It's, it's pure fucking lunacy. It's mental illness. Think you'll ever have a partner again. Well, Grant, that's a, you know, if, if, if someone um, appears... Uh, then sure, but uh, I'm not looking for that. I mean, you know, the Carl was a massive hit. That was that was just fucking terrible. I'm not even close to over it. You know, the Vic thing on top of that. Uh, I I haven't even really uh uh completely mourned the Vic Henley thing because we all got distracted with the coronavirus and and going into quarantine basically. But you know, there are guys I enjoy doing the the podcast with, and certainly would like to do more. Matt Farrer from the Smoking Tires, one of them. Uh, I, I've I've had some fun with Bubba the Love Sponge recently. Um, I like uh, Judd Jones. I like doing some stuff with him. Um, you know, and there's a few others. But um, if someone appears that I go, oh wow, this could be fun again, then sure, why not? But until then, I just want to be left alone. I want to be able to do my live streams and put out a podcast from time to time. And if and if you like it, great. And if you don't, that's okay. There's so many other things to listen to. That's it. That's fucking... That, that's it. It's as simple as that. Ah, oh, brother. Unfucking believable One other thing. Sorry that this went off the rails today. But, but for real, enough already. It's just incredibly pathetic to to talk about me on a regular basis considering what we accomplished on the Opie and Anthony show. Last night, uh, we watched the uh, the town halls. And like I said, uh, Trump uh, definitely had the better town hall. It doesn't mean he's going to be, <coughs> excuse me, reelected. Then we went to Netflix. And I got to tell you, man, I don't know if you're watching, but Burt Kreischer's new Netflix show, The Cabin, is really, really fucking good. Because Burt Kreischer just simply doesn't give a fuck. I saw the first three episodes and... Uh, I, 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 I mean, in the first three episodes, he was waxing his asshole. He was having Bobby Lee stick a tube in his ass because they were doing coffee enemas. The guy is doesn't care if he's naked. It's just, it's just, it's just so freeing. If you don't give a fuck uh, what people think when you're naked, then then you don't give a fuck about anything. But the cabin is so damn good, man. Really, bravo to Burt Kreischer. 
basically, uh, you know, the premise, he, he needs to get away because his lifestyle's crazy, so he needs a little home and alone time to get his shit back together. But it turns out, you know, he's uh, he's still partying his ass off and, and he's um, inviting his friends. First episode had uh, Tom Segura and Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, who reminds me of Carl a lot. Joey Diaz. Now, I don't know much about his stand-up, for real. And I've certainly have heard uh, Joey Diaz clips over the years, and and he's he's more than uh, uh, more than a, a good comic. But the beauty of Joey Diaz, I don't know if there's a funnier, quicker guy alive than Joey Diaz when he's just sitting around shooting the shit. That guy is fucking hilarious. So on the first episode, it's Tom Segura and Joey Diaz and Burt Kreischer at the cabin. And they're roasting emu, emu, and uh, and doing all sorts of crazy ass shit. And what I like about it is, uh, it's really funny, a lot of comedy. And then the and then the the comedians that he has on for each episode, they get a little serious and talk about some shit. So it's a good mixture of uh, hijinks, comedy, and uh, and seriousness. And uh, I think Burt Kreischer is onto something with this show. Then the second episode had Nikki Glaser. Well, I'm not really a fan of, to be honest with you. And uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. And uh, that episode was also fantastic. And then the third one, and it's probably my favorite, he had, um, uh, what's his name, Darnell? I forgot, uh, Darnell uh, Rawlings? Forgot that guy's name. And I had him only on the, the old show once. And Bobby Lee. And, oh, my God, fucking... Bobby Lee shows up. He doesn't really know Burt Kreischer in that way. They're not really like um, a buds. They know each other, obviously. But they should be best friends. Their chemistry is unbelievable. So Bobby Lee comes to the cabin, and Burt Kreischer happens to be completely na- naked on like a, like a bearskin rug. He's taking pictures for his uh, social media. And Bobby Lee basically, uh, basically goes, Donnell Rawlings. Thank you, Jennifer Ferris. And Bobby Lee goes, hey, man, can I get in on that? And immediately gets naked and, and bumps up against Burt Kreischer. So now it's uh, both of them in this fucking <laughs> fucking photo shoot for their social media. It's it, it's really hilarious, man. Really fucking funny. And then uh, that episode, they're, they're pretty much naked most of the episode. And Bobby Lee doesn't give a fuck either. And... Uh, and then they are, uh, they're trying to get stick a tube up uh, Burt Kreischer's ass to do a coffee enema. And then Burt kind of loses it and it starts spraying out all over the place. And Bobby Lee's just laughing his ass off. He's got like brown uh, droplets all over his robe that's pretty much open when it, when it wasn't completely off. And I don't know if it was like Burt's poo or if it was the coffee enema. And they're just losing their minds, laughing their asses off. And that alone is worth it. But then they're kind of in the kitchen and um, and they're having a drink. But I don't think Bobby Lee drinks these days. And then they get serious about their upbringing and, uh, and comedy. And, uh, you know, Bobby Lee doesn't want to be defined as just a, a comic, which I thought was fucking great to hear. Because a lot of these comedians, that's all they, they have. They just want to be defined as a comedian. And... Uh, and Bobby Lee was basically saying, uh, you know, I, I'm way more than that. And he wants to be open to, uh, uh, for all for all emotions. And I, I thought that was really fucking cool, man. So, anyway, sorry about the rant. But it really is just enough after a while. And it's all bullshit because, uh, you know, his whole, Anthony's whole job is to try to dehumanize me and, you know... 
make me lesser than. And that's just so fucking stupid. You don't think I know this goddamn game? That's all bullshit, uh, considering the fact that I've been asked, I don't know, at least three times to join his network, be an equal partner to his network. It's all fucking garbage. The behind the scenes? Eh, whatever. Trust me, I'm not going to be doing that on a regular basis. It gets old answering the same bullshit. You know, I mean, the Opie and Anthony show was very uh, important to a lot of people. It it wasn't, you know, that's why I liked what Bobby Lee said in uh, The Cabin. Uh, I'll I'll leave with this. What I liked about Bobby Lee opening up uh, that he's more than a comedian, I I went, yes. And I would love to get Bobby Lee on the podcast. I haven't tried, but maybe I could get that done. And I really want to talk about that because I don't want to be defined by The Opie and Anthony show. It's just part of my life. That's all it is in the end, you know. I, I don't even really uh, I don't even really give it uh, more weight anymore as far as my my whole radio career goes. I mean, if I um, if I was to be honest, I I had way more fun doing the show with Carl and Vic and Sherrod, and that was short lived, and and we weren't as successful, and we certainly weren't making a lot of money. But God damn it, if that wasn't uh, the most fun I've had in my radio career, you know. And I don't want to be defined by the Opie and Anthony show. It it, it was a it was a great run. It allowed me uh, uh, to pretty much not have to work. Although I'm begging for stars because <laughs> because I don't want to be doing this for free, free. Um, and uh, you know, but but I also have a, a lovely family, and uh, I got personal interests, and I, I got so much more that defines me than than uh, than an old radio show. But I understand that people love it. They listen to it uh, to this day, every day. Uh, if you go to the Opie and Anthony YouTube um, channels, there there's just lots and lots of people just fucking digesting that shit day in and day out. And uh, that's pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to lie to you. But then to have the guy that you did all that shit with, like, trash you on a regular basis, I, that just... That's just mental illness at this point. It has to be mental illness because that's just crazy and pathetic. All right, guys. Certainly went off the rails this afternoon. Uh, we'll we'll do another one and uh, we'll we'll certainly just have some fun. But uh, all right, uh, guys, you have a great day. Please uh, support the Opie Radio podcast. Uh, I would really appreciate it, especially through the podcast apps. Because I got uh, I got sponsors and uh, and a company that um, you know sells my ads and they they look at the numbers all the time. So if you could uh, download some episodes and listen to them this weekend, it certainly helps out the kid. It's Opie Radio in your podcast app. The latest uh, episode with Jack and the Joke Man is really really fun, and we didn't really go in on the Howard thing. Uh, you know, we did that uh, the last time he was on. This one is just pure fucking fun and catching up, and I really really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, man. Peace to you.